1: He's a rock musician, kind of a folky guy, and that was a big hit in 1971 Hmm. before either of us were here, Alice. My goodness. What do you know? Wow. That's right. That's a Lou Shattuck favorite, Alice. We'll keep that ready. All right. A few things to talk about here. I really don't have any audio other than that. Um, uh, And and the big news today we got was um, Breyer, Stephen Breyer, the liberal Supreme Court guy who gave his notice. Well, actually, he didn't. Somebody leaked it, which I believe is, uh, and he's apparently ticked off because of it, that somebody leaked it, that he is stepping mm-hmm. down this year. And so this, of course, which is my way of thinking they pushed him out of the car. So once they leak it out, he can't really take any time or step well, back. Well,
2: burn barrel listeners know that Alice Shattuck predicted that Biden <clears throat> would attempt to do this several weeks ago to try and take the focus off his disastrous uh, everything else that's going on.
1: Well, okay, that's fine. But he needs he needs a willing... Yeah, Breyer to
2: has to actually retire and not be angry at him.
1: So, two things. <clears throat> who's going to be the new nominee?
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't think like a household name like Kamala. I mean, I've heard people saying Kamala. I, I mean, you'd have to look through. I bet so this it's going probably Jackson be a federal the, judge or it whatever. Is. There's a woman,
1: like, Jackson, who's mm-hmm. a black woman who was appointed to the whatever appeals court mm-hmm. in dc which is like where it's batting practice for this right um and she apparently is the favorite etc mm-hmm. but if you're biden why wouldn't you by the way we're gonna get to uh we're gonna talk about uh, the turtle boy Coronal stuff as well because there's been some questions on twitter i did talk to aiden a couple of days ago just kind of shoot the breeze about all this stuff and uh, i'm out won't make you too... wait too long but i just want to get out of i just want to say first that okay that as far as the Kamala stuff goes, I mean, I think why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you right now to shake it up? Why wouldn't your Biden? You have her step down. She then ascends. She then has to go through the confirmation process. And remember, if she goes through the process, <clears throat> this is a this is a person, Alice, during an election year. Now, this right here, um, this is a person. Who was? Hang on, I just got a text. Hang on, though,
2: I don't see how they do that, though, because they need her vote to confirm somebody in the Senate. Right.
1: Well, they're gonna they'll do it in that order. She'll be the she'll be doing both things for a second. So she's gonna
2: she's gonna gonna vote to confirm herself. Yes. Is that allowed?
1: Yes. Of course, it's allowed. So listen to this. This is what's gonna happen. She is going to. uh, They're gonna say, okay, Kamala's gonna be the one. Kamala's going to step down. Kamala goes through the confirmation process. Now, remember, not only for, in Republicans should do whatever they can to make this happen. You've got, in an election year now, leading up to the election, you're Mm going to have a confirmation uh, hearing with Kamala Harris. She's not great on her feet.
2: She's also not a judge.
1: It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a judge.
2: No, I know, but But, I mean, like. Alice,
1: Alice, she's black. She's a black woman. That's all that matters. Does she
2: know anything about the law? Jen
1: Psaki said it again.
2: Alice, gives a flying F?
1: (laughs) Nobody knows anything about anything. Jen Psaki said today, once again, that Biden is going to be as cynical as possible and pick somebody on the basis of race. So in other words, not pick anybody from any other race. They don't get a shot, even if they're more qualified, because right now he's picking this race, which is not at all racist. So anyway, so you have her. So now in an election year, you've got somebody who has been in with the wokies somebody who was hugely who was hugely um uh, who was hugely um with black lives matter somebody is hugely uh rethink reimagine policing somebody who who's also right there
2: who is Be- when she's not i mean like well, as a prosecutor well, she wasn't like a woke prosecutor. it doesn't
1: matter It doesn't matter what she did in san francisco you know 18 years ago what matters is right now so now you've got somebody who's defund the police somebody who was promoting bailing out prisoners so they could go criminalize the community again in 2020. Remember, 2020 has turned against itself now. Everybody is now against that. People are just good middle class white people are deleting avatars everywhere they can find them, etc. So she is, she will be the person who they've, they're going to put up there and... They're doing it because she's terrible on the tickets. They want her away, so promote her somewhere nobody'll ever see again, which is su- Supreme Court. But so in the hearings, in the hearings, there's a bunch of dummies in the Supreme Court. In the hearings, <laughs> but, in the hearings, then so Republicans now can go after her in the hearings, big time. They don't just go after her. And listen to this, Alice. They don't just go after her. She's got to defend all the woke stuff, all the cancel the cops, all the anti police, all the st- terrible stuff from 2020 that people hate now. She's got to defend that. Not only that, but everybody running in state and federal office uh, from every state is going to have to explain her and and run and explain whether or not they endorse everything she says. So, what? so if, if we're dealing with a Congress right now, so she is dealing with so, so so they're going to be dealing with a it's re-election. So in other words every democrat's going to have to say yay or nay on this supreme court nominee from every congressional district, especially purple districts who's mm-hmm. a big anti-cop person, who's been as woke as they needed, freedom when they needed and it's going to be terrible and make the uh, incumbents uh, democrats and the people in this other districts have to make a decision that's very uncomfortable. So Meanwhile, would... hold okay. on. I'm not done. This is yeah. my plan. <laughs> Meanwhile, we get out the Kavanaugh um, mugging playbook mm-hmm. and we take a little look <laughs> at Kamala Harris and some of the friends she made back in San Francisco while she while she was in the Ascension. Mm-hmm. And you find a couple of good Republicans in safe seats and you tell them, put the screws to her. Get us witnesses. Get them in here. I don't care what, how we're doing this? Get them here and get them to talk about Kamala and how she made her ascension, all the gritty details, right here. The same they they did with Kavanaugh, and just like with Kavanaugh, it didn't it harm Democrats whatsoever. So we get to stick it back. We get to have a chance to shoot her down, especially since some senators are not going to want to have anything to do with her, and um, and um, it, it helps with the midterms. It's the perfect storm. We want her, so but tell, I
2: mean, sure, but I don't tell think Biden to do, do it. That. So what's going to happen
1: now <laughs> is then we ch- have Biden like bring bring somebody else up. He, he's already said it's going to be a, a um uh, he's well for the Supreme Court black woman of color. They've already satisfied the woman of color quota for the VP slot. So now all they need to do is probably find a, a pro- fairly progressive guy. I and mean, my my pick would be for the administration mm-hmm. somebody young. Energetic, somebody who's had flashes flashes of greatness as a Democrat. I'm talking about. So remember what I'm doing here,
2: <laughs> like Cory Booker.
1: That's precisely right. Did you hear me today? Did you see that from me today? No. Cory Booker. That's all I can think of. As a matter of fact, not Castro, not the the little bulldog looking dude. Swalwell, although it'd be interesting. <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't think they're going to be and stupid then, enough to put her, because nominating her to the court doesn't just tie him to her for right now; it ties him to her for life. Doesn't she's matter; terrible. she's gone if she's in
1: the court. <laughs> Nobody knows what Elena Kagan's been doing. Nobody knows. It doesn't go that deep. So that is my feeling. Allison, thoughts?
2: I don't think that's going to happen. I I just don't think that's my gonna... feeling, and
1: it's going to happen. You're wrong about that. All I right, don't sh- think
2: it's going to happen. I don't think I think certain Democratic senators like mansion are going to make it clear to biden that they're not going to participate in a vote where kamala has to vote for herself to be nominated first
1: of well all. there you go
2: i don't think that that's gonna there you go I, I and like i think that she's she's just an unserious pick she's not like a person who no who, like i think he's gonna you met a judge. merrick
1: garland right
2: i mean but merrick garland is like else he's terrible but he like on paper had the resume kamala does mm-hmm. not
1: she will give you icy blue stares all day she will sidestep questions she's not gonna want to do, do not, that among will other not, things there's she no will tv not,
2: cameras in the supreme court
1: well there's audio now she will sidestep questions she will not study before the hearings <laughs> this is what we need to happen i highly endorse uh biden to do it i will endorse um kamala on the radio for this position particular job
2: I don't think that that's going to happen. Right, I don't I- think they're stupid enough to do that. I think he wants to pick somebody that he can say is non-controversial, totally mainstream, so he can he can get back to his like I'm Mister Normal, decent, good, and I'm going to nominate normal, decent, good people, not like evil Kavanaugh and evil Clarence Thomas. Like he's going to pick somebody that that he can sensibility,
1: say- Alice, has withered and fallen off the Biden tree. That doesn't he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> now um one quick um thing you know we'll, we'll get to the turtle boy stuff now so i'm going to depose you because people have been asking online okay and kirk um minahan's show today they talked about it
2: yeah i have to be i haven't been following this that closely. Okay. i know that uh, you I'll have s- stop okay.
1: dodging before we get there
2: sorry i'm just okay. saying i'm upfront front okay. that i don't know one were
1: cool. you involved in the canceling of turtle boy on uh, the jerry callahan podcast I was not. Be truthful.
2: I didn't do anything. I don't know about this. I'm okay. sorry. So the geez. question on,
1: on social media is this. The question is this. Is that did, did Carano mm-hmm. have any. So Corano has is iced out Turtle Boy. Aiden. OK. Is what has happened here. And I think, you know, that much. Yeah. Uh, apparently Corano said to Jerry that he won't work with him on the air anymore. I guess Jerry doesn't want to have to find another producer, so he's like, "Okay, maybe Carano will cool down." Whatever. It seems like. But I blame thought sharing.
2: said. I thought Carano said he would produce. He just wouldn't talk.
1: I heard that too. I don't know how that works. How those semantics work? So you're gonna turn <laughs> off your video and pretend you're not around? <laughs> but, but that's fine. And, uh, and uh, but so one of the, some of the speculation was that um, that Carano canceled you from the show. Is that true?
2: Corona didn't do anything to me. I'm fine.
1: Well, why don't why, don't I, why aren't you in the Jerry Callahan show? Uh, solar system. Anymore? I
2: have a different job.
1: Well, okay, but you used to be on Jerry show, and then now you're not. Why, why is that?
2: I did. I filled in a little bit when Jerry needed help. That's all. Okay, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> what are you looking for me to say, honey? Okay.
1: So did, were you did, were you interested in having that job, baby? toying with it as a more of a commitment
2: i mean at the time if jerry had asked me i would have thought about it but i don't know that i mean like i'm better off where i am now so i'm not like upset about okay, it. okay
1: so you don't feel that you were forced out no simply jerry well, there were a few of you guys who were filling in here and there kind mm-hmm. of fill in slash try out maybe whatever yeah but it, it and it probably didn't look like you've got commitments homeschooling Kids, I have
2: a lot of stuff going now, on
1: now. You have more stuff than even right. then, right? Okay, so you weren't forced off the show.
2: I was not forced off.
1: Okay, would you do fill in if you were asked to now?
2: If I could make it work time wise, potentially, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a tough question. I have you more couldn't stuff. make it work
1: time wise. I can tell you guys right now <laughs> that that her day is uh wiped, which is yeah.
2: Anyway, yeah.
1: Uh, all right. So the other thing is is that um, people ask me if I was forced out because of Corona, and that is not true. I left when Dave was still there, and I got a full-time gig in radio, which is on the same time Jerry's show is, or, or I'm doing show prep. It just, you can't
2: I do can't it. I can't do it. If, yeah.
1: if Jerry is doing the show at night, then I could do it. And I'd love to do it. I miss being on the show. I, love, I miss those... Uh, I, I missed all those those times. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I, I listened to Jerry's uh, podcast.
2: Yeah. I thought people saying ca- we were canceled meant that, um, like, they meant the chicken thing.
1: Oh, th- really? Oh, so that's another thing that we should bring up then, if that's what they meant.
2: Maybe. I don't know if that's what that means. Okay. But, so but he did try to cancel our chicken. Yes.
1: But... Out of nowhere, we, s- we were selling little Jerry Callahan t-shirts, and mm-hmm. out of nowhere, the moment... Jerry's merch was launched by Carano. Mm-hmm. Um, our merch was suddenly flagged and and banned or canceled from our merch provider yeah. because somebody had complained that it was essentially a copyright infringement.
2: There was yeah, there was a complaint that our right. our shirt was taken down the day that Bug the Chug came out. Right on Bug the Chug's launch day, uh, little Jerry Callahan got taken down for mm-hmm. copyright infringement.
1: Right, so, we, which
2: to be clear, Matt Carano denies because he says he's a libertarian and doesn't believe in intellectual property law anyway.
1: Right, but also. It, but
2: also, it was a pretty big coincidence that it was that day.
1: Right, and the, the icing out of turtle, but does not seem like the uh, normal thing necessarily a libertarian would be doing. Anthony, so you can come in here and grab that if you'd like to. Okay, it, and, and, and then we'll talk about this afterwards.
2: Yeah, can we discuss it after? Here. Okay, grab can it. We take and this, go. Please? And, Thank you. Okay. Um, talk to his siblings mostly. This
1: is this is it's, it's,
2: it's a sibling related
1: conflict. It's a sibling and screen related conflict. The, I'm gonna
2: take them all away again. weren't things yeah, better we when have, they were all gone forever?
1: It, it totally was. I talked about that today on there. Okay, air too.
2: then I'm do, I'm well, going before, back. Before to let's, that. let's
1: save that say okay. that first because I want to get back to that. But um, another thing is this. Um, as far as the whole thing with Corano and Turtle Boy, etc. As far as what I can tell, uh, is. From what he tweeted, what Carano Tur- uh, tweeted, that he, he it appears in his tweet to suggest that he doesn't like stuff going on in, in Turtle Boy's life, and he doesn't want any of uh, it to rub off on the show or whatever. Or, he said on him. On him. Well, frig, screw, because I think that's, that's unacceptable.
2: Because that's what's weird, is that. I mean, like like I said, I have not followed this that closely, but my just my vague impression from what I've seen like flo- floating around there is it seems to me like this isn't about the Jerry Callahan show, because like, Coronado's not in charge of who's on or off the Jerry Callahan show, and he says he'd be willing to be the producer. He's just not going to be on air because he personally doesn't want to be associated with the Turtle Boy brand. Hmm. But that seems odd to me.
1: It's, it's it's not only odd, but it's very establishment media. It's like Channel 7 doesn't want to either. The Boston Herald doesn't want to either. The Globe doesn't want to either. But, uh, you know, for for a bunch of reasons, you know, a lot of these people have grabbed Turtle Boy scoops and not given them mm-hmm. attribution, and he's then torched them, and then a bunch of millennial reporters start crying. So, you know, it, it, it's not necessarily the best uh, form of diplomacy as an independent journalist to do that. But it sets the record straight and establishes uh, ground rules. I ne- I never had a problem with that. I never had a problem with... I don't care what he does. There's all sorts of s- salacious stuff written by other Worcester bloggers. I mean, it's a whole thing that seems like a mosaic I mean, to me. I do sure, but... I, don't, I, like, don't, I mean, like, who cares? I don't care. I, it,
2: but I feel like what's odd to me is sort of the... Like, Carano being in the Twitter conflict over it, Turtle Boy not being on the show, and Jerry not saying anything. And I get why Jerry has to kind of, like, be above the whole thing, right? That he can't be involved in the dispute. But it seems to me that somebody needs to, like, make a judgment call on what's going on with the Jerry Callahan show and lay down the law about what the narrative is coming out of the Jerry Callahan show about what's going on. Because right now there's Macarano's version of events and there's Turtle Boy's version of events and they're fighting about it on Twitter and the official Jerry Callahan show does not appear to be taking a side, which is what's weird to me.
1: Well, that's Jerry, which obviously, you know, so it it matters if, if somebody's going after Jerry's sponsors because he's dealing with Turtle Boy, which I don't think they are, I haven't heard that they are, <clears throat> but that would I would understand how that would make you, uh how do you at once reach out to your friend, Aiden, and say, buddy, just give me a second while this cools down, and also try to like work on softening things there, or maybe there's something in one of the Turtle Boy things that the people are going after him for that needs to cool well, dog right. but, but i think but i think he had he had shown Corano that one of his Carano's concerns had been taken care of with some police department but once again i would have turtle boy on tomorrow if there was something pressing to talk to him about we had him on what last week or two weeks ago right. uh y- y- you know i don't i'd have him on my other show i don't give him frying Freak if he's involved in some Scandal in Chicopee, Massachusetts or Who cares? Well, he's right, a journalist people, I care about his end product People the are going to write about out. his
2: personal life Because he writes about other people's personal life And he's going to be in arguments Like that because that's just his like Style and brand of journalism Which it it is what it is But you know it It's not like He was something different when he Started being on the Jerry Callahan show
1: Right. The brand has the brand has, ra- the brand has right.
2: remained consistent this whole time. Right. Jerry like, picked
1: him up when he was untouchable by mo- by mainstream media mm-hmm. already. And 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 in that,
2: fairness, Turtle Boy wrote about Bob Murchison when that story was untouchable by mainstream media. Yes.
1: Yes. And I was right there when other I, news outlets. I was right there uh, in another news outlet when when Kirk and Joey were reaching <laughs> out, and unfortunately, my. My outlet didn't help do a whole lot of help at the time for a thousand million reasons, but so so Aiden actually did him a real solid, really kind of helped him out, which was um, which was uh, you know a a a good uh, important thing, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure Kirk will never forget because uh, who's somebody needed to say something about that incredible thing, this collusion between the Globe and some wacko and you know trying to destroy this guy's life. But it mind. just
2: seems it just seems like there's, to me, there's like an odd vacuum of an official statement coming out of the Jerry Callahan show. Like, does Matt Carano speak for the Jerry Callahan show right. when he's tweeting it, or does almost, he not? Because that's, I mean, that's up in the air. Because you've now got Turtle Boy out there saying that Jerry's telling him something different than what Matt Carano's saying. And right. that's, it, it, I feel it, like that's it, problematic for right. the the show as a whole and i i so, mean i don't know but there so, has to so be like some resolution to this jerry callahan's
1: show uh needs to assign a ceo <laughs> to start uh, answering questions uh one that uh that uh, I, I don't know who it should be but somebody should because you're not hearing you're hearing a subordinate
2: there needs to be a jerry callahan press official. secretary
1: well sure but i mean is somebody who somebody would have more authority Right. So, yeah, if there was somebody, uh, I'm not even sure. Make one up, Jerry. <laughs> um, because, you know, I don't know. I, I, I did. I do recall, like, talking to Jerry, and in, I did know that he had talked about, and we had talked about, I, I think that he was at least maybe a year ago, whenever it was that I, that I got the other job, that he had been thinking about more of the, I talked to somebody around him, it might have been Colin, it might have been him, I don't think it was Carano, but, that Jerry had been thinking about more of the Ben Shapiro model and less of the co-host thing. Mm -hmm. But who knows? He's probably had all sorts of incarnations of what he's been thinking about along the way. But, I mean...
2: But, I mean, if that's the case, then just say that, too. You know, like, whatever whatever the official statement that comes out of the Jerry Callahan organization is, there needs to be something that's, like... This is it, because nobody begrudges anybody's right to make a decision about like what direction they want their own podcast to go in, right right, but the problem is you can't like be telling people one thing and have your producer saying something else publicly and like not resolve it
1: all right, it's not a great way to do it, but it was you know what's funny jerry and in, in in that well uh, Jerry comes from a company that he worked for for a while, mhm-. Um, where it was very much the template back there that they would just withhold information and people would be like, where is everybody? You're not going to tell us where everybody is? And like, yeah, we're not telling <laughs> but, um So that is and that. It's like
2: the office space guy that they sent to the
1: basement or whatever. Well, kind of, yeah. It's <laughs> like- just like it's a very public-facing company. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think that if Jerry wants uh, Aiden on, then he should have him on. I, and I also think that there's no reason to not have him on. Who cares? I'd have him on... And I don't know if any of this stuff about him is true and any of this it seems to me the guy goes to parts of the state that I would never want to be in and digs up a lot of stuff. You know, he does a lot of stuff in pretty from pretty, pretty places to him. But this guy is works the streets a lot, and mm-hmm. so you meet some seedy characters in there. Well, and, and
2: he pulls no punches, so he right. has a lot of people that don't like him, which right. I also get. If he'd written about me, I probably wouldn't like him very much either. But you do run into that with Turtle Boy. Like I've had that when I send his stories to people, and they'll go like, oh my goodness, yeah, not well- <laughs> Turtle Boy. He wrote about my cousin's brother's yeah, he third wife, and he this did, and that, and like... He you doesn't
1: uh, confine himself to the A.P. style book uh, <laughs> when he writes. Uh, yeah, so yeah, being categorized as a certain level prostitute is probably a new, um, a new sensation for somebody who's the subject of uh, of certain <laughs> of things. But I mean, that's that's a style. That's, so, but the,
2: you know, it does like that's. But that was his style before he was on the Jerry Calhoun. I mean, the thing also. that they should do. Uh huh.
1: The thing that they should do is have Turtle Boy and and Carano work it out in Jerry's show.
2: Well, that's it what Turtle be... Boy said like a thousand times. Right. And Carano says no.
1: They should do it somewhere. Why are you going to waste this?
2: He doesn't want to be
1: associated well, with it. Well, what him. is... I don't get that. Then what is Carano doing? What is his role then to protecting a new franchise? Is this, uh, no, he's
2: not protecting the Jerry Callahan show. He's protecting the Matt Carano brand.
1: Well, I mean, then I would say that it's up to Jerry to respectfully say, okay, well, it's been fun, but I need somebody whose priority is the Jerry Callahan brand. Well, yeah, uh, but that's why, like,
2: if, if there has been an internal discussion at the Jerry Callahan podcast board meetings about protecting the Jerry Callahan podcast brand, and that's the decision, then, you know... Somebody should reach out to Aiden and let him know that too. Then. So the
1: Carano doesn't keep taking it incoming <laughs> and God knows what else.
2: Because that's not the impression that's been given except by Matt Carano alone by himself, not as a representative of the Jerry Callahan podcast, which is odd to me. But I don't know. I What do I know? I don't know.
1: You never know. Uh,. Anyway, I don't know. I I, I don't really know Corano, but um, but you know, we've been mildly aggrieved by this uh, whole process, and um, I don't feel that aggrieved. No, yeah. I really I, I understand that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, you know, I I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I like the. I, I have I've, no I've had no problem with
2: Carano. He came on the 1570 project. Mm-hmm. He seems fine. I just don't understand what's
1: happening right now, but that's fine. Oh, that's right. He was in a 15th and 17th project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, who knows? I don't know what it is. You know, it could be, it could be that Matt is new to these circles and you could have a lot of people, you know, I got, I, you know that I've had conflicts with other fairly high levels of media outlets in New England Mm -hmm. about citing turtle boy on stuff and ever using him in the past few years. Yeah. And there are passions and lawyers are involved in all this stuff. And, and, you know, I used him, but man, the viciousness and heat of people who are very upset that you ever associate with this guy is big. And I, and I don't know. Maybe Carano's feeling that some of that stuff from places saying you can't do you understand it's going to ruin your reputation forever and whatever. I mean, it, it, if, if he is sensitive to it, then I, I would think that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing, because even though but I mean, he's
2: in like the KMS universe, sort of right. Like, isn't that also like a. Aren't people mean in that fan world, too? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get know it. what
1: the... I, I don't, you would you, think yeah.
2: that being in that like fan universe and having a spin-off show to that and whatever, that that would be like... That that would harden your skin a little bit,
1: right? I would think... You would think so? But maybe not. I, maybe not. I, I, I just don't understand that you... this. If, is he reading about Aiden's personal life and saying this guy is made? Is there like no? A morality I don't
2: clause? think so. I think probably well, but, but he's just getting tweeted that. But Alice, he said, in, tweet, yeah, I, he said
1: in, th- in tweets that there seems to be he seems to be having a lot of problems or something.
2: Yeah, he said he's like spinning out of control.
1: Yeah, well, that's, who cares if he's spinning out of control? You book him, you know, you 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 book but him I... and for content. Aiden shows up every week, book him for content. That's fine. Did what Aiden not... does when he's not on the show, who cares?
2: Didn't that used to be a thing about Carano, too, that he, like, blocked a lot of minifans or something? Did, I think people so. people complain Maybe about that before That in the sounds past? familiar. It sounds vaguely familiar to me, too. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well.
2: I don't know. Maybe he's just sensitive to Twitter criticism.
1: If Jerry's show... Jerry's show, I think it's doing pretty well. I hear more ads on there than ever. Aiden was floored, by the way, that we're not full of ads. He, should, he said, I'm, sh- I'm sure I, thought I heard ads on your show. I was like, yeah... You've heard spaces where there would usually be ads on the show. (laughs) I understand. The mind is trained to to assume that that. But our sales staff is lacking, unfortunately.
2: And Vince lacking off.
1: Well, let's. I'm you I'm, to the sales department.
2: That's right. I'm, and...
1: I'm director of sales now. <laughs> <laughs> Both directors of sales have had equal <laughs> amounts of success. There has been no no department, no problem with there. I want to be the biggest unsold <laughs> podcast in the world, Alice. So far, we're not the biggest, we're, but we're on. You know, approaching 500 episodes. All right, so let's do some other stuff here. Uh, anything that other comes to mind. If you guys want to ask more questions about that stuff, I think we answered everything that that people know. I I, I just don't. I don't. I don't have a sensitivity to like anything Aiden does on his own or what he does to get stories. I don't care if he's stealing stories or if he's, you know, using drones to uh, intercept stories or if he's the, uh, you know, going through trash or slithering around somebody's house, uh, you know, while the family's having Thanksgiving. I don't want to know what he's got to do to get to break news. I know he breaks news. Okay, so that's it. And I don't care I don't j- judge him on any of that no stuff. he
2: breaks real news that gets picked up by like CNN gets stolen places. Exactly. like I mean seriously he it, he is what he is right yes but
1: there's the Globe the Herald and Turtle Boy in Massachusetts
2: I mean and you could make an argument that the Globe and the Herald don't do that much news anymore themselves to be honest.
1: You volume could make that argument.
2: volume wise, Turtle Boy may break more actual local news than both those papers put together.
1: Yes. Um. So uh, let me. So let's go down to. Um. I just wanted to do one thing. On. Uh. In Connecticut, the Connecticut mm-hmm. Supreme Court ruled that these gyms are not allowed to have. Um. Uh. Women only sections. So a, a a big gym called the Edge Fitness had a women only section. So a lot of women feel there's there are uh, both um, Muslim and Jewish women who for whatever, okay, you know, um, they're not allowed to be seen in certain positions doing the certain things that are. And then just there are other women who just want to be able to do stuff without guys ogling them because guys do. Guys will look at women in skin tight stuff, obviously, as much as they can get away with. And then a little bit more. Mm-hmm. not Tom Shattuck because I don't wear my glasses. So I don't have that problem because I'm faithful <laughs> to my wife and Terry Gar is not a member of my gym. Um, but, but so now they've ruled that you can't have these women's only spaces. And I actually had a woman call in today while I was on the topic saying, Hey, by the way, I belong to a gym where they can do it. It's called edge fitness. It's like, uh Oh, sorry to tell you, you just lost the case. But I had a lot of people say, no, that men, in women should be equal. If you're a woman and you want to do stuff, want to go to a gym, you don't get your own wing, just do it from home then if you want that stuff. And I I stood with the idea that that women and girls just just given somewhere where they can be sure they're not going to be effed with.
2: I mean, not every gym, like, should have to legally provide women's-only no. areas. But if a gym wants to have women's-only hours or women-only areas or be a women's-only gym, like, my mom goes to a women's-only gym. I don't right. know. Like, w- I don't get what the problem is with that. If an establishment wants to cater to one gender and provide that type of space, i like, I don't get what the problem Which does it hurt you? There's a million other gyms. Somebody's going to have a gym out there that you can go to. Right. There's no problem. I don't see what... So
1: not surprisingly, uh, two men started this lawsuit last year Uh using a law firm that specializes in LGBTQ plus A stuff. So that's what this is.
2: Great. Okay.
1: So, right. This is because they're going to break down gender in any single place. But once again, this is really about erasing women. Another thing, erasing women. Right, you know, Is it women not... want
2: something and people don't want them to be able to have it, Right, you know? And, like, the same thing. I honestly, I feel the same thing when, like, women try and join men's things, too. Like, can't the men have a thing? I don't get it. Yeah. Like, men's clubs and stuff that right. women want to join sometimes. And I just, like, I, why can't you leave them alone and let them have a men's club? I don't well, well,
1: isn't the mean? whole feeling, isn't the whole thing that, you know, it reminds me much of, like, when, uh, Minahan was starting his new podcast, and Shirley Lung said, My worry about Minahan starting his new podcast is that he'll be able to say anything he wants. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. We don't want there to be women's spaces where these girls can, these women can say, these biological women birthing people <laughs> can say anything they want and act the way they want and be exclusive, exclusive to themselves. We want to make sure, no, we're not allowing that. Just like with the men's clubs, we don't want guys to sit around drinking and carousing and probably being chauvinistic. No, we want in there, too. And then they go in and change the bylaws of the club, of course. And then the club sucks and it just goes away. But, like, isn't that what it is? Isn't it a psychological thing? No, 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 no. You don't get to just...
2: No, people, some people can't stand the idea that there's people out there somewhere doing things without their input on how they're doing them. You know, it just bothers people that, you know, that Minahan could be out there somewhere having mm-hmm. a podcast without Shirley Lung having veto power over it.
1: Right. Because right? he's saying dangerous things. She, things that he, she doesn't believe in. Things that she and her friends find kind of gross, as a matter of fact. Which is why she was against it when he was saying it on the sports show on WEI mm-hmm. with Jerry. Even though she w- was never a listener to the show.
2: <laughs> Neither was Bob Murchison.
1: Right. It's just its just that, that it was ever said just wanted to exist. We don't want this speech to exist. We don't want this even acknowledgment. This uh g- this glaring uh, you know gaggle of biological females to act like they're the only ones who are female. We want our females named Jack mm-hmm. to be able to be just as female as them with them doing the female things too.
2: Well, that's why they I mean and I think it's telling that this comes out of the LGBTQIA whatever legal movement and that like the Bob Murchison thing happened over the trans stuff too because these issues in particular seem very sensitive to this activists around gender and trans issues seem to be very concerned about what's going on in other people's heads they are not happy Mm. with like their rights on paper or no one bothering them or leaving them alone or that you know their friends and people they're close to don't care with what kind of surgery they got or whatever they it really bothers them that someone out there somewhere thinks that they're not the gender they believe they are And they they go around like seeking out people that are committing thought crimes about it and trying to make sure that they never say anything out loud because it really bothers them that someone out there doesn't believe them, you know, and it's like it's really like a mental illness thing. I don't you know that they can't handle it, that someone out there thinks something different than they do.
1: It it, at some point. And that's the thing. Is so, like that's the problem with this argument specifically. Is that while well, you had people saying, you know, I'm a fat, second wave feminist, and 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 there's and they make a good point. And one woman said, "I'm a second wave feminist, and if I'm working out at the gym and some dude is gawking at me, I'm going to go up to him and say, cut the bleep.' That's what feminism is: owning your own uh, physicality, owning your own person." being assertive and there's something to that and there's no quicker way to make a guy beeline it and blush and you know hit the uh fetal position than being busted for for you know gawking at a Mm -hmm. at a woman i mean that's they don't generally see it right
2: i mean i don't know
1: do you remember when our oh god what do you remember when our um the ballet teacher caught me do you remember that
2: Oh, yeah. Sally's Ballet teacher?
1: <laughs> you saw the video, right? Yes. Tom oh, so went, embarrassing. God, it was so embarrassing.
2: Tom really wanted the... Sally's Ballet class didn't let parents come be in the class because some of the parents are annoying, like Tom. And uh, well, so
1: Tom... So hold on. So, mm-hmm. But there was one door where parents could, could wait like, and see through. But these freaking hand broads, would all, mothers, would all be... Their heads would be through the window. So I had no place to look anyway. So I couldn't see them. So, because they were hogging the window to watch their daughters, and I hated these ladies. Mm-hmm. So then I l- managed to peer between their ears, and I could see across the gym, closer to where my daughter was doing ballet. There was another door, which is like on the other side of the church where they like do AA or whatever. So I mm-hmm. got out, went in the other side of the church. I get up, I like through the back, through some furniture that's like storage. I find that door, and I start recording my daughter. And then out of nowhere, like the sand people, rawr, <laughs> the freaking ballet teacher head it goes right in front of the window in front of me. It says,
2: pardon me, pardon me. Well, I'm glad because if some big weird creep were filming my yeah. daughter in ballet class through a
1: window, I'm glad that she's well, on top of it. But I was, I, they, but I whimpered. You could hear, we should get the audio at <laughs> some time. I'm like, oh my God, so sorry. I felt, I felt like what I was doing is wrong too. I'm just, my daughter's <laughs> in there. I'm so sorry. It's, I was like. Right on what a peeping that Tom says <laughs> before the cops come. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm,
2: well, I'm glad that yeah. she's that on the ball that she...
1: That she could recognize the two and say, Okay, this guy is dumb and irresponsible, but not a garden variety peeping Tom was filming his daughter. And that is true. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. So there's that and... One of the other things that we talked about today, I just want to bring up because it really has to do with this show too, is that in in Connecticut, a, a teenage girl killed herself because, well, her mother, she's suing them because she was addicted to uh, Snapchat and Instagram. And it's interesting, the lawyer who is handling the case, suing, suing chat, uh, Snapchat and Instagram uh, is this guy, Matthew Bergman. These are addictive products, particularly in the hands of, of, a, of a child whose brain isn't completely developed. I also found a news story out of Washington State that's very similar to this story out of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So this is across the country. Uncle mother, The latest to take social media companies to court claiming their practices got her daughter addicted to social media with devastating effects.
0: In March of 2020, in the days leading up to Oregon's first stay-home order, Brittany Doffing's daughter turned 14. While the state was essentially shut down, Doffing says the outgoing teen was isolated from friends, so she bought her a smartphone. First she mistake. She all connections with everybody. Their- by
1: the way, thanks, government. Thanks, government, and thanks, Fauci and everybody, not to use your time to say, hey, by the way, make sure your kids don't uh, escape into social media. That'll be very unhealthy. Not a damn bit of guidance on that.
2: Nope. We're locking down now. Social media, I think probably a lot of parents thought that it was better for kids to be able to talk to their friends on social media than not to see anybody at all, because it's sometimes like hard to remember how far we've come. But in those initial lockdown days, all the parents were saying there was like, hashtag, this is not a snow day. Don't let your kids play with each other or see other people because, you know, we don't want to spread the illness. So so the only way your kid had to communicate with the outside world, unless you were just rule breakers like us who expanded our bubble to mm-hmm. include other people right from the beginning that, you know, that your kids weren't seeing literally anybody else unless they were on social media talking to people. Of course, kids are terrible to each other on social media.
1: Right, but even in best case scenario, not only kids are terrible, but social media became, especially for this girl, the only way. And social media texting each other or snapping mm-hmm. each other is not an adequate way to communicate you right. don't get all the validation you need you don't get the reinforcement you need you know you we've had it before sometimes i remember when i used to back when i was dating somebody far less uh superior than you out oh, wait inferior that we used to use instant messenger to say mm-hmm. check in with each other and it was always a fight when it took 26 seconds to reply like why aren't you replying? I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, or you for, could
2: see that someone was active,
1: right? Oh, totally. So there's ways, and it, they would and,
2: like come back from being inactive. They would go from being italicized to like alive again, and you'd be like, "How come they're not responding to me? They've been active now for three minutes. They haven't answered my right. message." Right, it just
1: causes trouble. And that mm-hmm. was when it was just nice in messenger, nice and easy. Now there's a thousand ways to not get that. Not mm-hmm. only that, but if you're now on Instagram, then you've got an audience of potentially thousands, potentially millions. Mm-hmm. and a 15 13-year-old girl what kind of feedback are you going to get you're putting pictures and videos of yourself out there i mean just saying hello or whatever of course you're going to get that kind of feedback for somebody who's never been said told anything bad suddenly getting the most vicious people in the world spending all their time trying to hurt them it's like there's i blame government i certainly blame the parents uh in i mean somewhat i don't i don't know nobody's but we we've seen it. We are bad parents right now. What you just, what you guys just saw, was what, us
2: buying off our kids so that we could do this podcast.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> they're now fighting over screens. One of that that guy right there was crying a couple of times. But
2: I did completely cut them off for several I, weeks, and it was better when they didn't absolutely, have them at all. But
1: unfortunately, sometimes we have to give them the catnip that allows us to do okay. stuff. Our, well, they're going to
2: disappear again for a little our,
1: bit. Our very well monetized podcast, Alice, uh-huh. is very important. So, so. So that's it. But I think that, like the, first of all, the, both of these stories happen during.
2: But I don't want people to think oh, that our kids sit on devices 24-7 because they don't. Alice, okay, they We're
1: really good parents. Okay. Don't worry, Alice. Don't be. <laughs> don't worry about what the Twitter world thinks. But it's
2: true. They lived without. Th- I take them away frequently. I time limit them and I hide them. They didn't even find them in the most recent hiding place. Just okay.
1: saying. I understand. I understand. I understand. Some of and, and, us are good parents. Yes, I am not. <laughs> Alice is. Uh, so, um, but anyway, the, we're going to have this reckoning here about what the hell we did during this because both of these stories of these young girls happened during. <clears throat> COVID.
2: Well, don't you think that now the push is on, like the way that they're talking about it, they're going to try and get the social media companies to like regulate these, like cigarettes? Don't you think they're trying to use like the same language? Oh. Like these are addictive products for young well, people and blah, uh, blah, blah. How about that,
1: Alice? I, I think mm-hmm. that you're hitting the bigger picture here is that the social media companies take the fall. Right. So it wasn't the shooter, it was the gun.
2: Right. So now there's this bill out, you know, Klobuchar House bill that's, um, that just came out that to regulate the social media companies that, among other things, would make, like, Amazon Prime illegal and other things great, because great. it can't, like, they can't... Way
1: too many doesn't... people never have to worry about batteries anymore, so we're going to end that.
2: <laughs> so, no, but it just, it basically makes it so the social media companies, like, Apple can't, you know, lock up their systems so that it's all, like, Apple, 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 and, you know, it, they don't want the social media companies able to create their own ecosystem that's totally self-contained and has no competition within it. You know what I mean? So, which, I mean, like, I think, and I don't want conservatives to be fooled by this and sucked in because I think there is an appetite on the right to regulate the social media companies, rightly so in a lot of ways. But I think it's, I think it's something where the how of how that's done is extremely important because, regulating the social media companies under a Biden administration is never going to be positive for people on the right it just is not and like i wouldn't i wouldn't want to see conservatives who believe in regulating social media companies more um make some kind of deal with the devil and and really screw up the internet forever because i i mean I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I mean, I don't know that uh, that Klobuchar's bill is certainly going to be positive.
1: No, no. The answer is what the left has done the last two years has been catastrophic, and they need to blame something, not themselves, even though they effed mm-hmm. up badly. We told them every single day, and all they did is deride us and call us criminals and white supremacists for doing it. But I mean, oh. You know Let's say
2: something. Well, I was gonna say I think that there needs to be a cultural shift in the way that we use social media, in particular. The same way, I mean, cigarettes aren't gone from public life because of tobacco laws, although certainly those things, you know, helped usher it along. Mm-hmm. But smoking became socially unacceptable in a lot of scenarios, don't you think? Uh, and like day class A, and like people just don't do it.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it probably, it, no, definitely.
2: I mean, I think that people need to have, like, a heart-to-heart. I can't believe the number of people who have Alexa devices in their house and, like, let them record all their stuff. You know, they save those recordings. If you go to Amazon and you ask them for all their data, they'll send you the recordings of every time you said Alexa or whatever. Holy God. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there it's, it's incredible. There needs to be some kind of cultural shift where we you know make a decision that we're not going to willingly sell ourselves and our data to these companies all the time because that's what gives them power over us it's not the government didn't give them power over you you give them power over you anyway um you can find us on twitter if you want to yell at us about turtle boy or whatever you're more than welcome to that is at burn barrel pod
1: yell at us we're the good guys
2: we are we're, now, we're, our reputation is
1: ruined forever. We're pro TB.
2: No, I'm saying the people who yell at Carano. Worcester, whatever, 579, who yells at Carano about what a bad reputation Turtle Boy has or whatever. Oh, really? I'm uh. saying, like, the people that are have some big problem with Turtle Boy, you can mm. come yell at us on social media. And um, I'm not going to promise I won't mute you. I'm not going to promise I'm going to mm. read all your tweets, but you're welcome. Man, you to, fight dirty. You're, welcome to, you're welcome to tweet them. And uh, that's at Burn Barrel Pod if you want to do that. You can also find us at facebook.com Burn Barrel Podcast or uh, burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can email us. Uh, that's Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Rumble. C'est la vie.